Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Closed on Sunday. Closed on Sunday. Closed on Sunday. Dude, what car service place is closed on a Sunday? Every car service place. No. Yeah. Come on. Every car every garage I've ever been to. I think Four o'clock on a Saturday, I'm going to be sitting in a car service <laughs> area waiting for my car's tires to be rotated and oil to be checked and and uh, my car gets a doctor's appointment. <laughs> I hope that everybody hears that. What's the gurgles? <laughs> gurgles of the water. Welcome to the Screen Time Podcast. I'm Will Darkins. I'm Ashley Bryce. We talk about the week's biggest stories, training and entertainment, music, movies, TV, sports, Twitter, and everything else because it's the talk of that. Talk. That's the, that what? was good. Huh? That Pretty was quick. really good. Quick with the mouth. That was good. That's what she oh, said. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this episode was recorded Thursday, March 22nd, 2019. Today. Or Friday. Oh, whoops. It is Friday. Oh, because I left Thursday in there before. I think we recorded Thursday last week, right? Oh, right. oh shh. they're not supposed to know that. I think you said Thursday. Oh, I did. That's why I was written. <laughs> this is already not starting well. You did really well on the intro, and then it's downhill from there. Yeah, well, it can only get worse, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's begin with the story that won't go away for now. The college admissions scandal at USC. Ooh. Just to catch you up, authorities charged more than 50 people accused of fraudulently gaining admission to high competitive schools like USC and Duke and Georgetown and Yale and Wake Forest and UCLA for some wow. reason, even though it's not that hard to get into UCLA. <laughs> Among these people included celebrities Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman. Now, there's actually reports that some of the graduates of USC could have their degrees revoked in wake of the scandal. Ashley, wow. you think that's fair? That's a tough one. I'm trying to think it out as I go, because part of me wants to say, yes, it's fair because they didn't earn their way in. But then the other part of me is like, well, they got in and they did all the work that everybody else would have done to do the same, you know, like they did the work that everybody else. Assuming that they didn't cheat the whole rest of the time they were there. You kind of get the feeling they Which might have Which prob- right? they probably yeah, did. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of maybe they did cheat. It's kind of weird because they, you're totally right, is that they got in under false pretenses, but then yeah. once they got there, they must have done the work, right? And I mean, like, I guess if you sneak into a party and they find out you're sneaking in, like, they kick you out. But if the, but if the party's over, you still had the night, you still partied all night. Yeah, you, know, you still had the tough. drinks and the drugs and the weed. What do you think? Do you think they should keep it um, or you think they should? You know, at this point, I, it's kind of one of those things of, uh, you know, uh, if you got me, you got me. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, you know, maybe they didn't so much trick the system directly because I also believe that none of these kids really knew their parents were doing this. Sure. That's a good I, point. I really don't. Like, you know, these kids are in 17, 18 when they're, uh, you know, getting into college, really 16 when they're applying. Uh-huh. And, you know, I don't think that they get the full scope of what's going on. And so to me, I kind of give it like a, eh, they got the degree. Just let them, let them go. It's just, it would be, attack the parents. It would be interesting to see if they had them, um, like 
if they do take their degree away, do they still have to pay their loans back? Oh, my God. You know? Oh, no. Like, we're going to take your degree away, but you still got to pay us back. Yeah, fuck that yeah. noise. No, I'm not paying you. No, there's no way. Yeah, that's like when Reggie Bush got his Heisman taken away. And it was oh. like... Yeah, that's a very good example. Yeah, like... That's oh, a very well, good example. No, I'm not going to... No, I'm not going to go to your stupid events and everything. Oh. Screw you. Yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting to me because this whole thing is now... Uh, and I was wondering when it would get to this point. It started with the parents. Mm-hmm. Let's blame the parents. Shame on the parents. And now it's turning over to the students. So shame on the students. But... You know, do you really finger wag at them? And so much like if you're if you're especially if you want to go to those kind of schools, I think it's I think it should honestly be handled on a case by case basis. Because if you look at like Lori Laughlin's daughter, the one that was like, yeah, I don't really care about school. I just want to go for the parties. Then you're like, yeah, if she did graduate, I'd probably take it away. But if you are one of those students that like you had really had no idea that your parents were doing this and you studied like all throughout high school, you tried so hard to make it a goal of yours to get into these schools. Your parents did this behind your back. You had no way of knowing and you still were honest throughout the whole thing. Then I don't think you should have Then, Oh, but it's that's tough. OK, that's so tough. Oliver, Olivia, sorry, Olivia Jade is Lori Laughlin's daughter, who is incredibly popular on Instagram, incredibly popular social influencer. She had a deal with Zara. Um, or it wasn't wow. Zara. Who was um, it? Sephora. Sephora. I'm sorry. So she had a deal with Sephora that got yanked. Um, Olivia Jade. Annoying chick at party. You take... Um, mm? Mm. Not so much. But see, like... Oh, are you asking me? Yeah. If she's Oh, absolutely. Yes, she is the annoying chick maybe, at the party. Okay. Maybe she's the life of the party. I don't know. Yeah, but that can... But like, both gender ways, I think that can go with annoying as well. Yeah. I the think dude it, who's the life of the party is usually kind of a douche. This raises a question. It's so... Exactly to that point. It's kind of separate, but I've always wondered this. What is the girl name? Like, when you see a guy at the party that you don't want to be around, you call him a douche. What's the girl equivalent to a douche? Like, the name for her. Ooh. You know? Because there's really not one. But you don't call it, like, you're not like you're a douche. But, like, Uh, you are kind of a douche. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've called many women douches before. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I usually just let everybody know. Does that make you a douche, though? Like, like, depending on. (laughs) You might be onto something. Oh, Christ. We're taking away your major. Am I the douche? <laughs> um, I'm just saying, if you run into the problem a lot, you probably are the yeah. problem. Well, you know what thing <laughs> I've actually noticed was that if I find a, a woman annoying at a party uh-huh. or just in general, I used to have the inclination, and I'm trying to hold back now, of calling her a bitch. And See, I, I try very hard to be like, mm, no, because like she's bitch, just being annoying and bitches it's, like it's a little more aggressive than you yeah. want. Right. Like but men are like... assholes and women are bitches in certain sense. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you've dealt with a man before uh-huh. who's just a complete fucking asshole yeah. and screw that guy. And then some woman's being a complete bitch and I can't stand that. Yep. Totally. So, but not, you know, yeah. this is my gotcha podcast is- where <laughs> now when I blow up and get incredibly famous, people go back and be like, oh, he's Will Darkens. <laughs> Will Darkens called plenty of girls douches. <laughs> <laughs> That's the headline. <laughs> Darkens calls all women douches. Darkens. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that wasn't it. We talked to Ashley Grice oh for God. comment. Oh, he totally said that. Oh, he that. totally. Oh, yeah, I saw him. Yeah. There was one time he yeah. called me a douche. Oh, hour. yeah, he called me douche constantly. It was weird. <laughs> that guy. 
Oh, let's go to the World Wide Web. Um, MySpace lost all music uploaded to the site prior to, I've read two different articles. One says 2015, one says 2016. Right around there. Um, either way, total loss. This is Rolling Stone reported that all music uploaded onto MySpace prior to 2015, which is an estimated 50 million songs by 14 million artists, has been lost. The site revealed that all the users' media from MySpace's first 12 years of existence were erased in a server migration and cannot be retrieved. And you know what's funny is you kind of look into the backstory of the story, right? And it's last year, the artists, some artists who visited the site realized their older songs were no longer playable. And when they asked about the issue, MySpace said they were looking into the problem. And then about eight months ago, MySpace began informing users on an individual basis that the music, along with some photos and videos uploaded prior to 2015, were lost in the server migration, as we said. And MySpace says there's no way to recover them. Although a topic of conversation on Reddit, the issue reached a widespread audience this weekend when a tech reporter, Andy Bio, I think is how you say that, Bayo, tweeted about the lost songs and said, quote, I'm deeply skeptical this was an accident. Flagrant incompetence may be bad PR, but it still sounds better than, quote, we can't be bothered with an effort of co- in cost of migrating and hosting 50 million old MP3s. <laughs> so like... I'm I'm a little confused because I was somewhat relieved when I read this. I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Like, oh, really? oh my gosh! Like, I mean, you not got so some much bad stuff on there. I don't think MySpace, but like, if if everything prior to 2013 was somehow magically erased off of my Facebook, I would not even be mad. There's still some that comes up on my memory. Was 2012 the year of nudes for you? No, I mean, not even never on <laughs> Facebook, right? And I think in 2012, I would have been how old was I in 2012? 17, 16? Oh, Ooh, yeah, that would have been prime time. But, like, Ew. I mean, like... Now that made me sound creepy. But, like... <laughs> Misogynist and creepy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, Facebook, MySpace, I don't have, like, I don't remember my login anyway. But if it's only music, then I don't think that's as devastating as, like, everything. Like pictures? Yeah, but there's some there's some reports that are saying it's pictures and everything. Some reports that's only saying music. Yeah, I don't think anybody cares. That's the funny <laughs> yeah. thing. You know it's like I mean? if so many people are like, wait, can we still even access my yeah, face? Like, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I think, I, and a few people I talked to even said, oh, that's still a thing? Yeah. Like, MySpace still exists? And MySpace still doing. exists purely for music. That's it. It's literally a music site at this point. It's not music sharing. It's just a site where you can discover new music. That's kind of it. So there's no profiles. You can't I like mean, make your layout. But it's one of those things like, uh, do you remember the uh, blog site AV Club? No. Okay. So AV Club started as like a uh, review site. Okay. Uh, where you could review uh, albums, movies, music, uh, you know, just stuff, media. Okay. And then it just kind of turned into a opinion piece like it was just kind of comments on culture and that's where people migrate that's what happened with myspace it originally was like a social media networking site where you could connect with friends and meet new people and now it's just bands who have a free space to upload their music for free and soundcloud um well soundcloud actually costs you money you have to have a subscription to it if you are a musician now you can do a free account but at a certain point like if you upload enough you reach your limit right if you're wow. a band, like you're constantly putting new music out there and okay. you want to be discovered. And so MySpace allowed you that platform to just do it. So that's why a lot of bands liked it. That's so if we go on MySpace, are we going to find like a Will Darkens mixtape? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best white rapper in Oregon. Ever. Oh. oh, ever in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah, I don't know if people care. You know what I mean? Yeah, I that's know. fair. But I did find this story very, very funny because it was just like, 
Oh, MySpace. MySpace is somewhat relevant while making itself irrelevant. You know, <laughs> it's like that it, unique ability. It becomes relevant again just to say we're now even more irrelevant yes. than we were before. Remember us? <laughs> Jordan Peele's critically acclaimed movie Us is pacing to earn sixty-four million dollars on its opening weekend. Wow. That's this weekend. That means it could steal the top spot from Marvel's Captain Marvel, weird to say. Now in its third <laughs> weekend, Peel's movie could also end up as the third best domestic opening for an R-rated horror pick of all time. It also could be the highest grossing horror pick ever. I Ashley, do you have any desire to watch this movie whatsoever? Because you watched the trailer and you were freaked out. I was so freaked out. I remember watching this. This trailer first came out the last time I flew home, which was like right around Christmas. And I remember like sitting in my living room with my mom watching this. And she was on the phone actually with my grandpa at the time. And it came on. And she like stopped mid conversation, and we were both looking at the screen like, "What the what hell did we just watch?" Yeah. Like, it looks so terrifying. And I would, I am not a horror movie person. I'm not a scary movie person. Like the psychological thrillers, I kind of dig, but this looks like it's going to be pretty like gory too. But it does intrigue me, just in a sense of I'm like, "What the hell is happening?" Like, I want to watch it just to find out why they why they're like essentially killing themselves. Like it seems like the family's killing the same family. And I'm like, What's Yeah, happening? it's one of those things where it seems like it's uh, the, like uh, some evil part of themselves or yeah. Some, yeah, something like that. Um, I definitely watched this movie because I watched, uh, what was the last movie we did? The, uh, Get Out. Get Out. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I watched Get Out. I thought Get Out was hilarious more than it was scary. This movie I haven't seen that yet. Scary. Oh, dude, watch Get Out. It's, it's good. It's, it's kind of scary at certain points, but really uh, the racial, political, and social commentary is just freaking hilarious. The dad, the in-in-law dad is hilarious because um, he tries to act as not racist as possible. So when he meets the black boyfriend for the first time, he's like, you know, hey, I know what you're going through. I voted for Obama. Best president of my lifetime. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, he's like, uh, the, I have a black friend. Yeah, kind of. I got a wow. black friend. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, I'm definitely going to see this movie. And um, the one thing I thought was funny was the uh, lead actress for this movie, uh, Lupe Nyong'o. Uh -huh. I think I was saying her name right. Uh, she was talking on Extra the other day, and she was like, "Oh yeah, like my mom refuses to watch this movie." Like I asked her to go to the premiere, and she said that she had seen the trailers and everything. And she, she didn't want to. No, she I didn't get want it. any part of it. Oh my gosh, creepy! It looks so creepy. Scariest movie you've ever seen. Scariest movie I've ever seen. I think I've definitely seen a few scary movies, but I think the one that like messed me up the most was, and there's so many Exorcist movies. I can't remember which one it was, but the one where they are like, where she's, it's, I think it's maybe Emily Rose where she's like in the barn at the Ooh. end of the movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen this one? I never saw that one. I've seen the original and that scared the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, that was sketchy. But like, that was so fake that I was like... Oh, really? Like, the it was so one? fake to me. Yeah, it was so Ooh, like not real to me. I was like, it's scary. But like, I, I can so easily see that this isn't real. I Whereas know the Emily Rose one, I was like... Oh my god! And it she looked like this girl that I went to high school with. And it was real uh, freaky, so it was but like it was yeah, a little personal. But there's she's like in the barn, and like I can't do like when people pop their necks or pop their back or anything. Ew. And I just remember her like starting to count the demons that are inside of her Ew. in this like demonic voice, and then she just like snaps backwards, and I'm like, 
oh my god i think i just died like it was <laughs> yeah it was it was terrible was the scariest movie you've ever seen i think the exorcist is right up there for me yeah. also child's play with chucky and now it wasn't scary mm. for me after the fact it was scary for me at the time that's fair that movie scared the shit out of me in terms of being a little kid and thinking dolls would come get me and see scare i love getting scared i love mm. scaring people obviously as you see working yes, with me i, know I love you do. the scare cams and like i love that but i'm so sorry i just hate like having to sleep after because yes. like i totally i already can't sleep with my doors open my closet doors have to be closed i'm already weird like that but like it just takes it to a whole nother level when i'm like it doesn't even matter if my door's closed like there's a demon in here it's gonna yep. get me like and it's watching me and <laughs> yeah. only i pray to god i wake up in the morning yep. you know? <laughs> Well, let's get to what's trending, and I'm going to go to you first, because All I think right. you're bursting at the seams for this. I have a good one. So we have, a, which one do we want to do first? Do we want to do Twitter? Or do we want to do festival? Give me Twitter. Let's do Twitter. So I found this really good Twitter, this Twitter thread. This girl tweeted, um, Rachel Syme, I want to say her Rachel, S-Y-M-E is her name, um, is her last name. She said, what's so weird? I work from home snack. You put together that you wait until you are by yourself to eat because no one else really gets it. Oh, so what's like your this. Yeah. What's your like um, guilty pleasure snack, right? And Twitter just kind of went off. And some yeah. of them I was like, oh, that's good. And some of them were like a lot of people said saltines and butter. And I was like, that's not really... That's okay. That's okay. Wait, I think everybody does oh, that. Oh, saltines like, and they butter? Just get, yeah, they just get like butter yeah, and just go that's right weird. on them. That's not weird. Well, no, I almost interpreted it as peanut butter because saltines and peanut butter is I... super good. But yeah. you've never had like a bowl of chili and just like got crackers and put butter on them and like dipped like no. the chili. Okay, well, you need to take a trip <laughs> to the Midwest, Will, and we'll show you a couple things. Um, So let's go through a couple of these. It's it's absolutely hilarious. And I think the first one you're really going to appreciate and okay, know how let's much hear you like. It. Mine is a pickled beet in between a mini baby bell cheese slice and half eaten like a tiny sandwich. Oh, yeah, that's You sounds love your good. beets, right? Dude, you love sour beets. with a little bit of the salty. I love it. So then this guy says thick bites of sharp cheddar with a dab of Mike's hot honey on each. Not bad. Not bad. And then a lot of people had in a lot of people's involved hot Cheetos, right? So one of them was um flaming hot Cheetos and sour cream, cream cheese and flaming hot Cheetos. Ooh. Honestly, my greatest snacking triumph of all time was when I discovered a mini brie, brie and crude. How do you say that? Can you see that? Crude? Right there in the middle. Let's see. B-R-I-E-E-N. I don't know how to say that. In my freezer, which I then prepared and used as a dip for flaming Hot Cheetos. Obviously, I was inebriated at the time, but I would do it again in a heartbeat. <laughs> There's so many concoctions, <laughs> great concoctions that can come from being inebriated. Okay, well, I totally have my at work. I just don't Ooh, want anybody it? to know. It's a uh, white flour tortilla wrap with peanut butter. And then I put, I put granola on it with chocolate chips and I put honey. Will, yes. I hope your fiance knows how lucky she is. That is phenomenal. It's good. That's phenomenal. It's good. Like it's not bad. The peanut, like low key, high key, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Tortilla shells are like the base of any great. Like you know, it's gonna be bomb. If you, you have a tortilla shell, anything. you can make anything, anything with it. Anything in a Absolutely tortilla anything. shell. Yes. If you like. Oh my gosh, Will. Peanut but, like PB and J roll up, best thing in the yeah, whole world. Yeah, PB and J roll ups are really PB good too. Uh, PB and J or peanut butter with banana roll up is pretty damn good. Bless peanut butter, banana, peanut butter, any fruit. You're kind of you're hitting on all cylinders. I think mine, like I really, and I got this from my mom. My mouth is watering just thinking about it. If we're being completely honest, whoa, cottage cheese and green olives. 
like my uh. favorite. <laughs> It's my favorite. You get like this. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Barf, dude. Do you like I green hate olives? olives? Both olives, green and black. Any olive. Wow. I can't do olives. I love olives. Won't have them, but so I will much. do artichokes, which is weird because a lot artichoke. of people don't. They say that's a that's a that there's a disconnect there because apparently artichokes are a lot like olives in a way that they're very uh, kind of salty and a little sour and okay. Yeah, but olives, the consistency of them is gross. Oh my god, I love olives like on pizza, on <sighs> salads. I love them so not much. Not having it. Not having it. <laughs> Here's the other thing I'm not having is uh, Cam Newton. Oh, why not? Well, he's not having it either. Okay, so he appeared on the Late Show with James Corden this week, and he admitted that he's gone celibate. That means no sex <sighs> for the entire month of March. Afterwards. His revelation sparked quite the many headlines and also the uh, Seinfeld uh, reference. If you are a Seinfeld fan, you understand that George Costanza decided to not have sex anymore. Uh, and he became absolutely incredible at everything. <laughs> is that what Cam Newton's? Is that what he's hoping for, too? Well, Makes I guess he was stronger? saying that, like, yeah, if, if he could do that, like, he feels like he can, do, he can do anything, which my response is like, really, dude, you can't not have sex for a month. That's that's what it is. That's, that's what it's going to take. I mean, fuck you, man. You're... But I feel like I feel like it can also be different, obviously, case by case. But I feel like it's different for men and women sometimes mm. like i feel like if a girl were to tell a guy like yeah i don't want to have sex for a month it'd be like what like they like the guy i feel like the maybe the male sometimes would be a bit put off but now As i a wonder one year old man i can tell you that it's not that bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like eh, all right so does that come from age okay so i don't <laughs> I don't know if my next question would be too personal, so we can stray away. But I mean, like, I wonder, does is Cam Newton married? Uh, so he has a girlfriend with, like, three kids, I think. So, oh, so they're probably, do you think, like... So they're like, married, the, kind of, sort of. I wonder what her take is. I wonder if she's like, okay, fine. I think she's had three kids, and then we were talking about this before, was like, maybe Cam Newton just sucks in sucks bed. Sucks in bed, yeah, yeah maybe. He just sucks, and she's like, oh, whew, thank God. Thank There's a month <laughs> off. <laughs> or, I wonder if, like... They have, like, I wonder if he's ventured from the, like, you know, like, if he's Cam Newton, essentially, you could probably have a whole lot of women. You can have you any know? man or wa yeah. <laughs> woman he wants. Yeah. So I wonder if he's kind of been taking advantage of that. Now he's like, oh, should I have responsibility? So you think he to... has uh, had every carnal pleasure ever and he's like, well, I'm bored of it. Or I'm like, when I hear this, I think of it as like a challenge to him. Like maybe like, I don't want to say sex at it because that's dramatic, but like maybe he's just having a lot of sex and he's like, wow, this is a Ooh, lot of sex. Cool I need off. to back out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way, good for him. Um, whatever. Oh, Let's, man. Now, now I'm going to be hung up on like Cam Newton's sex Newton life naked. forever. Yeah, that's, and I don't, that's okay. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Let's move on to festivals. Speaking of people having a lot of sex, there's a lot of sex at festivals, right? True. Especially if you went to Woodstock back way back in the day. There was probably so much. Like, yeah, well, a lot of babies. A lot of babies. A lot yeah. of babies. Came. Generation X. So Woodstock and Lollapalooza both recently just announced their lineup for 2019. Yeah. Um, one went one way and the other went 
the complete opposite. Yeah, one I went think commercial, one went... Um... Lala was pretty successful. I yeah. feel like the overall vibe of Lala in Chicago has been pretty well received. You have Ariana Grande, Childish Gambino, 21 Pilots, The Strokes. Tame Impala came out with one, too. They just released their song. Have you listened to it? I think it's like Patience uh, or yes, something like Patience, that. Patience, and uh, I... That's a whole other podcast, in my opinion, about Tame Impala right Because uh, we've talked about them yeah. before, and you were a fan, right? I, you said... I was, and then I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? They did yeah. kind of come out with a different... Currents the, yeah. was a weird album. It was it was different. It was definitely different. Um, ooh, that was loud. Oh, uh, ooh. One of my favorites though that I did see on the lineup um, was Cautious Clay. Cautious Clay is like this up and coming dude. He played a show here in Portland. We went and saw him at the Holocene, great venue. And then we went to San Diego and saw him at the House of Blues. And he is phenomenal. He plays like sax, the flute, like guitar. Just brings out a bunch of instruments. Um, and he's actually going to be playing at Lala. And then you have Woodstock. So Woodstock is celebrating their 50th anniversary. And I think Miley Cyrus was headlining. The Killers, Jay-Z, Imagine Dragons, Halsey. There was a bunch of people that people were not so stoked about. Well, and it was because it's Woodstock. Yeah. Like, that's all just commercial bullshit. Mm-hmm. And the issue with Woodstock has been uh, the last iteration of it, which was in 1999, and it was a complete disaster. And it wasn't even, and I don't even think it's at their original place, right? Isn't that what you said? It's not even at the original location? It's not the original location. And um, <gasps> Oh, but Will. They're having Dead and Company uh, play. Run the Jewels is going to be there, though. Yeah. Uh, that sounds exhausting. That sounds that's, like I would go there purely for run the. That tools. sounds like Coachella. Yeah, that's you know what a I mean? good. It sounds like Coachella. Very and, fair point. And my if friend. I want to go to Woodstock, I'm kind of expecting a lineup of like I want to see some eclectic stuff. Like Jay Z. Oh, okay, I'll take that. Kind of like but the like, throwbacks. Yeah, throw yeah. some Springsteen in there. Sure. And like, give me maybe a popular folk band that's a and like, good call just get, get make it a little more cultural don't don't shove commercialism down my throat because that's what i feel like they are that's doing with that a lineup. lot of what the not going medicine for the people are going to be there yeah i get what you're saying that's a very 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 good point i don't know it's a very good point not happy with it all right let's get to this day in history and on this day in 1990 or i'm sorry 1977 guess what what reese witherspoon was born star of your favorite movie i had that movie. one well, too bad. No, I got it. Happy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, guess what happened in 1963? Yes. <laughs> the Beatles released their first album. Oh, shit. Please, please, please. Me, or please, please, please. Please, please, please. Please, please me, which included the hit single Love Me Do, is regarded as one of the greatest albums of all time. It is. And it, it is a very great arguably album. Arguably so. On this day in 1970, sponsors for Woodstock... Announced they lost more than $1.2 million on the concert. Interesting. So financial Wow. Failure. It looks like we're not really going in a good direction with Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Breaking news. Woodstock's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. New episodes posted every Friday. Or Thursday. Or Thursday. Depending on if you're Will Darkness. Well, sorry if you're. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.